And we often think of ourselves as the center of the universe, right? I mean, there's times in our lives where we kind of just think of ourselves as the only thing that matters and it can feel like we are the center of the universe. Uh, we, we know better than that. Uh, we can also at times think that our, our world is the center of the universe. We might even think of our galaxy, the Milky Way, as the center of the universe. But in reality, as we talked about with the kids, we're nowhere close to the center of the universe. As individuals, we quickly find that we aren't the center of the universe. And as much as we might desire such a place for ourselves, we know through scientific exploration that our world is not the center of the universe. In fact, our world is not even the center of our galaxy, which measures a radius of 52,850 light years. And our galaxy, the Milky Way, is on the outer fringes of the universe, which has galaxies much larger, greater, more magnificent than our own. And yet, we gather tonight to hear of a child a baby boy born to us in the little town of Bethlehem. In a little corner of one of the mightiest empires the world has ever seen, on a little planet in a little solar system, in a little galaxy, on the outer fringes of the universe. Think of that. We gather tonight on the outer fringe. Christmas reminds us that we are on the edge. There is nothing that would make this world, this galaxy, in this solar system, a place that God would come to us. Emmanuel, God with us. There's nothing that should make him want to come except that he chose to come. It reminds me of the J.B. Phillips story called The Angel's Point of View. It goes like this. Once upon a time, a very young angel was being shown around the splendors and glories of the universes by a senior and experienced angel. To tell the truth, the little angel was beginning to be tired and a little bored. He had been shown whirling galaxies and blazing suns and to his mind, there seemed to be an awful lot of it all. Finally, he was shown the galaxy of which our planetary system is, but just a small part. As the two of them drew near to the star, which we call our sun, and to its circling planets, the senior angel pointed to a small and rather insignificant sphere turning very slowly on its axis. It looked as dull as a dirty tennis ball to the little angel whose mind was filled with the size and glory of all that he had seen. I want you to watch that one particularly, said the senior angel, pointing with his finger. Well, it looks very small and rather dirty to me, said the little angel. What's special about that one? That, replied the senior solemnly, is the visited planet. Visited, said the little one, you don't mean visited by, indeed I do. That ball, which I have no doubt 
looks to you small and insignificant and not perhaps over clean, has been visited by our Prince of Glory. At these words, he bowed his head reverently. The little angel's face wrinkled in disgust. Do you mean to tell me, he said, that he stooped so low as to become one of those creeping, crawling creatures on that floating ball? I do. And I don't think he would like you to call them creeping, crawling creatures in that tone of voice. For strange as it may seem to us, he loves them. He went down to visit them, to lift them up, to become like him. The little angel looked blank. Such a thought was almost beyond his comprehension. The story goes on to describe this, the visitation when Jesus came to earth. But I'll leave us with the thought that was almost beyond the comprehension of the little angel. Why would he come? Why would he come to this out-of-the-way, little, insignificant world? The answer of Scripture is because he loved us. When God the Son came to earth in the incarnation, God in the flesh, God with us, Emmanuel, he went to the edge, to the edge of the universe. A couple weeks ago, I was introduced to a sonnet. Uh, by the poet Malcolm Guite, or Geit, I'm not sure exactly how you say his name. He was part of Sing an Irish Christmas at the Benedum Center, and he gave one of his sonnets called Christmas on the Edge. It reads... Christmas sets the center on the edge, the edge of town, the outhouse of the inn, the fringe of empire far from privilege and power, on the edge and outer spin of turning worlds, a margin of small stars, that edge, a galaxy itself, light years from some unguessed at cosmic origin. Christmas sets the center at the edge. And from this day, our world is realigned. A tiny seed unfolding in the womb becomes the source from which we all unfold and flower into being. We are healed. The end begins. The tomb becomes a womb. For now, in Him, all things are realigned. The one who came to the edge, the edge of the universe, the edge of the empire, the edge of privilege, the edge of all things, came to realign all things to himself. The Apostle Paul explains it this way in Colossians 1, verses 15 through 17. He, that is Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him all things hold 
together. In Him, all things hold together, including the galaxy in which we inhabit. I read an article earlier this week by an astrophysicist who said that there is no reason that scientists can find that our galaxy holds together. It should, according to astrophysics, fly apart. In him, it is held together. The one who came and set Christmas on an edge, the one who realigned all things to himself, is the one who holds it all together. Hope rises from unexpected places. The hope of the entire cosmos has come here, come to us, God in the flesh, God in a manger, God with us, Emmanuel. That first Christmas on the edge has realigned all things in the one who came, God the Son, Jesus. May this realignment of all things begin in us as we are realigned with Him, our God, Emmanuel. May this Christmas be one in which we know that we are aligned with Christ by His Spirit, we pray. Amen. Let us respond to God's Word preached by standing and singing, What Child?